All right, guys and girls, get ready for Deadbeat Radio live at CreepyCon. I'm here today with always a surprise, the lovely Mitch Wheeler, the commissioner himself. Stop it. Yeah. And today, we've got some special guests stopping by, and the first of our special guests is Mr. J. Adam Smith. Jay, how you doing, man? What's going on? Not much, not much. So, is this your first CreepyCon? I know this is the second one total. Were you here last year? No, I can honestly say I was here last year, and it was pandemonium. Nice. So, nice. I was like, Jennifer, you got this going. Make it happen two days. You got it going. Cool. So, you do cons, travel around, and do some of these other places. I know cons are a big thing right now. So, uh, Yeah, I tend to have a lot of public appearances, get radio interviews, things like that, and just try to get out there with the uh, audience, the public, and nice. kind of let them know, you know, like, I'm here, talk to me, you nice. know, share your experiences, I'll share I, uh, mine. I think for the people that aren't seeing this live, I dressed up as Rob Zombie, and people are always like, hey, can I come up and get a picture? And you're like, yeah, it's almost like that's why I dressed up, because I want the attention. So I love these things. I'm a comedian, and I love to whore uh, myself out anytime I can. So, Jay, what brings you here? You are a paranormal investigator? Is that right? Yes, yes. I'm actually known as the paranormal historian because I'm kind of changing the game a little bit we're not just ghost hunters or at least i am not pushing because i'll be honest with you i'm not like one of these cartoon characters right. going after that rascally rabbit right. here i'm not hunting everything i'm just kind of finding out is there something that goes bumping in the night and most likely if there's something historical that's questionable there's a probably a 90 percent chance there's something probably going there so cool so let me let me let me clarify when you say paranormal historian are you meaning you're a historian in the paranormal or a paranormal hunting historian like where the art of the hunt comes from who were the first people how did tv get to it is it a historian of the thing itself or the hunt the art of it you know, that's a great question, and that's that I am actually one of the first paranormal historians in America because, really, I'm a transplant from Florida, sunny Florida, and I came here to Knoxville. I'm like, you know, this place is so amazing. The history is yeah. so cool, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know if there's any hauntings here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to find all the trauma, nice. go to those locations, and find out is there any reasons for that place to be haunted, investigate it. And what I found out, yeah. dun, 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 90% of those locations had things going on. So basically, I'm led by the history, then I investigate it. I, people have their personal experiences, but I'm more about, you know, let's bring that history alive through the paranormal and bring my knowledge in ghost hunting and how to use the scientific tools, bring it together. And it's awesome. So again, I know... I'm a wrestling fan, so we have our similar yeah. uh, uphill climb. There's the non-believers. Clearly, you're a believer, obviously. You know, and again, I think it's okay. Actually, it's not clear. Uh, the truth is, I'm I'm right on that line. I've had experiences a that paranormal me agnostic. <laughs> is that fair? Is that don't know, not sure, willing to go either way? Actually, no. I when people ask me all the time, and I get on the radio shows, and they're like, oh, "What got you into this this industry?" I'm like. Force. Okay. I bought a house down in Florida, 1923. It was so active. And I was like, really? Ghosts do exist? Now what do I do? So really, so, so I stay myself right on the line. I'm scientific. I've had experiences. So you know what? 
it's great for our guests. I get the public involved. I'm like, look, this is what I say when I start. I have a lot of love for what I do, but here's the thing. My job is not turn a skeptic into a believer. My job is to help you make up your own mind. That's great. That's brilliant. Um, I, I'm a comic, and I don't do political humor. I tend to keep my political views out of things, but I'm, uh, I'm a Christian, so I believe. And it's one of those things where that's kind of how I am. Because, again, you can have the people that want to shove it in your face, and that's what gives everybody a bad name. So for every hobby, belief, whatever, there's somebody who's just such an ass about it, they ruin it for everybody. <laughs> and that's my thing. It's like, but I'm great with asses. Come on. I'm good with asses. I don't push my beliefs on my personal life philosophy on anybody. But if somebody comes and goes, hey, tell me about it. I'll talk about it. And so I think it's a very similar philosophy, but I think that's, um, that's something you don't get. Most people who are into a fringe hobby, we'll say, because again, that's... Yeah, I'm yeah. a master of fringe. <laughs> it, it really is, because it's not very mainstream. TV has brought it to a little mainstream. Now, do you guys um, film and do shows, or is it just like a live tour? Is it just something you do and document and put on YouTube? Where can we find the work you do? All right, well, this is actually another great question, and it's coming from a master I see here. It's almost like I do this for a living. Can't tell, can't tell. Well, basically what separates me from others is you have ghost hunting teams, ghost hunting groups that are like, they're all about going to Waverly Hills and the Thomas House and all these haunted locations mm -hmm. around the country. But I'm different. Mm -hmm. I break the mold. My specialty is, is I'm leaving a legacy. Okay. A legacy here in Knoxville, Tennessee. I started in 2010 when people literally said, you're doing what? You're investigating what? And they're like, you know ghosts aren't real. This is 2010 in Knoxville. Now, today, we are nationally recognized. Ghost Hunters has called us the hidden gem of haunted America. I've been on Paranormal uh, Paparazzi on Travel nice. Channel, got award-winning documentary, got my first book last October, and the truth is, I'm loving the ride, man. I'm loving it here. But here's the thing, Knoxville is changing. And you know, my legacy is not, oh, I've gone to Waverly, oh, I've gone to Thomas House. It's more of, you now get to come to Knoxville with the work and the legacy that I've created. So do you invite public to join you? Yes. Okay. What's that the, is the cool thing. Where can we find that? Where's the name of that company? And where, if we want to sign up to do that, where can we do that? Okay. Uh, the business is called Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tours. Oh, I'm familiar. Uh, didn't even put that together. Uh, my <laughs> boss um, had went to one of your tours, spoke very highly of it, and had his name badge that he was given hanging at work. So I've seen the logo a thousand times. That's great. Very actually, actually, i got to give you something cool. Yeah? The logo's changed. Okay, because, yeah, this has been there for about a year, so yep, whatever yep. your logo would have been a year ago. So for those who are listening in and have a chance to check out what we're doing, we actually have a limited edition 11 by 17 poster artwork of two new locations, and it's got our new logo and brandings and all that, nice. and uh, we are now branding ourselves as the Paranormal Adventure Tours. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of the, the showman and the flash. That kind of thing. So I like that. I like branding, logos, and things of that nature. Again, I guess it comes from being a Kiss fan as a kid and enjoying yeah. the, the, the stage, enjoying the spectacle. So I, I like that. So let me, let, me, let me ask you something I think a lot of people want to know. When it comes to ghost hunting as a general, again, I know you set yourself aside, but we'll just use that as a blanket term. When it comes to ghost hunting in general, it always seems to be super ancient old ghosts. 
why don't we get newer presence visitors? Why is that line always from the 1800s? It's never anybody who died in 1993. That is a really good question. Um, what we find of repeating through our work is this. Um, say you are investigating a building. You got a building that's relatively new construction. If you think about society today, you might end up having four houses in a 10-year period if you're moving around. You really don't have any connection to that property, but now you have an 1800s property. Handed you have down, it passed down by four generations. Those spirits are saying, this is mine, and you're going to have to deal with me. But today, we're not really worried. We're also cremating ourselves. We're it's not the even... disposable society we live in. We have when something family. breaks, we throw it away. We don't fix it and hand it down to our, our children, which hand it down to their children and so on. Exactly. That's so brilliant. And then on top of that, people don't think about is psychology plays into ghost hunting, if you want to call it that. Right. Crazy. Because if you can get into the possibility and that they are real, and think about what is their trauma, what is their issue, what's going on, and how can I uh, understand that? There's a reason why my, my participants have a higher chance to get evidence on my stuff than around the country. We have been rated one of the top tours in the Southeast. Well, we're glad you got time to, to come sit with us. I got a few more and we'll let you get back because I know you've got your own stuff to do here. But So, okay, here's a question that I think, again, uh, may tie into that. You mentioned the disposable society. Do you think it also could be the other side? People don't believe anymore. Was it a time when people believed when they died they would be a ghost? So they are. Is it, is it a, a change in our belief? Did we force ourselves willingly on some level to become ghosts then that we don't know? I'd like to argue that one a little bit because, okay. you know, we, we are very fortunate of us growing up in what we call the paranormal society, in the fringe, and the fringe is okay. My own parents back in the 70s had a, or, or 80s area had an experience that literally they kept from the family because they didn't want society to know the house may be haunted. We can talk about it now. So if anything, you know, it's the opposite of that. We're open to it. But as we were talking, the disposable society, the moving around, the legacies of the family, the family unit, how things are kind of working within that, that kind of changes things a little bit, you know? Nice. So we'll do two quick ones about specifics. What's the best, most favorite memory of a haunting adventure you've ever had personally? Where is it? What's your personal favorite experience looking back on almost a decade? You said 2010? So you're almost a decade now. What's the one that stands out the most that you think back and smile just when you think about it? So are you giving me a, uh, an actual time limit or can we go before I even started a public adventure? Oh, is it one of those? You, you no, Matt Lance, there is no time limit when it comes no, to a conversation. In your personal life time limit, it could have been an adventure at five that you just remembered. Whatever the one that touches you the most is, what's the one you stand out well, from? Well, I mean, seriously, you think about it, what touched me the most was the spirit that, no, I'm just joking, no, no spirit touched me. Um, but I would say probably the most traumatic was, holy shit, my house is haunted. What do I do now? 
you know. Um, so that did, first taste was the sweetest. Oh, God. Well, the sweetest is the most fearful in my position. I didn't know what to do. It forced me to either run for the hills or learn everything about it. And I think you probably know which one I chose. Yeah, it looks like your uh, legacy has decided that. Yeah, so um, I, I got certified as an investigator down there. But what got me... I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff going on at that location, but what got me was I was testing on an air mattress in the front living room, and I got woken up to a male voice inside my house. Wow. I was like, oh, man. No this, vision, just the audio? Just Heard the, it. you know, and when I did the research of the house, I found out in the 1980s, the house I had was used as a nursing home, and I have a feeling it was a male that died, and they're angry at life. No one visited him, all this, and just wanted to make life horrible. So I ran to my parents' house at 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm like... Can I stay here? <laughs> my parents are like, why are you here? You live 30 minutes up the road. You know, you got your own place. I'm like, I don't want to tell you. Sometimes we all got to run home to mama. So sometimes yep. we do. Yeah. So I know the big thing with a lot of hauntings is celebrity hauntings. We're all still looking for Elvis and so on. I was not <laughs> yeah. on that. I know we have a part in the Hank Williams death. That's a big one. Uh, I know. So there are celebrity deaths that could be haunted here where do we rank what's our best all right we have locations in downtown that are nationally recognized um, uh, top 100 haunted places in the southeast you have the famed bijou theater okay it's obvious uh, confederate and union at different times of the civil war used as the headquarters shoot we might have gray and blue jackets still fighting inside that place and i highly suggest if you are investigating that don't go there under the influence. Those spirits will definitely play with you. They can smell the fear. Oh, God. They, anyone who, and we follow the investigation protocols. Like, look, I want you safe. So we have it in place. It's like, do not come to our ghost tour intoxicated. We will remove you because of the safety of yourself and the group. And you get drunk and think, oh, this is funny. Watch, I'll scare somebody. And they jump and run, and then it hurts somebody. I mean, even the, the just the safety of what domino that can push is a bad idea. But the thing that people don't get with ghost hunting, it's not about getting scratched, it's not about all this, it's the hidden thing. Inside. Spirits can screw with your mind. Really? Those people who go to Waverly Hills that was a sanitarium that had people literally so haunted that they literally got put into an asylum and you're going in there without any experience and those things were darn good. They make these people go insane, and you're going to go in there without any understanding and under the influence, potentially? It's like, oh, let's have a good time. Let's bring some beers. Let's drink some stuff. Let's hang. Let's go inside that sarcophagus or whatever. We're not tubing down the river, guys. This it's, is a totally it's like, So my, my job is, is to give people a safe opportunity to investigate experience what it's like to work as a team, work with me, use the tools, and you know what? Gain a killer amount of evidence nice nice jay thank you so much again I, I i knew of you before i knew of you and meeting you definitely lives up to the hype it is my pleasure to have you here on debbie radio jay um again where can we find you jay adam scott smith jay adam smith i wrote it down i'm crazy we've got you here where can we find you if we want to take a tour give us websites plug this is your chance this is why you're here all right well first thing is we got our website this is where you reserve your tickets it's hauntednoxville.net it's got all our different events and that separates us from other tours and other businesses around the country is that you know what 
you have plenty to do. We got a lot of options. You can come back a second, third, fourth, fifth time, different things going on. Now, go to our Facebook page, okay. bump, 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 because I'm telling you something. Last six months, we've been doing something completely different. We've been allowing our participants to videotape their evidence nice. during the investigation. And post it on the site? They're on the nice. Facebook page. Nice. Yes, That's including great. last night, August 24th, we did the first ever great fire investigation where the million dollar fire happened in 1897. Nice. And I did a live podcast or video cast, whatever, during it in the headquarters where they had the cameras. And you actually can see an unusual orb that literally went up. Did a U come back towards the camera and split into two? Nice. We'll try to find that, see if we can't post it on the, our Facebook site and share it around yeah. for you because that is awesome. So just look up Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tours on Facebook. Do you guys schedule like tours by request or have regular tours that people can join? Well, there's a master calendar on our website that will show all the different events. There, Because we have so many cool. different options, it's like we're not always going to have a particular location. But there are options for everybody to choose. There are different times. And yep. so, oh, gosh, awesome, yes. Awesome. Jay, again, thank you so much for being here. Go enjoy CreepyCon, and I'm sure we'll cross paths again. Thank you. You have been a blast. Have a haunting day. Oh, love it. So, guys, again, we're going to be popping in and out from time to time, doing interviews with people like Jay, who has got a great story. And um, so, again, we're going to kind of cut this into sections. We'll be back. I'm going to, uh, I think, grab a cigarette, and we'll be back on Debut Radio. I'll have uh, Mr. Mitch behind the boards, I think, off and on all day. And uh, if you're here, stop by and say, hey, if you're not, then uh, definitely give us a listen when you can. I'm Lance Adams. This is Deadbeat Radio.